What's up, everybody? Welcome to Call to the Bullpen, presented by Capital Sports Media Network. From high school to the pros, CSMN is the Capital Region's home for everything sports. I'm CSMN senior baseball correspondent David Payne, alongside co-host Brad Zampar and CSMN baseball writer Jimmy Miller. Play ball. question but what's both your opinions on john lester hall of fame does he have two rings well yes. i'm i'm yes I'm, I'm yes i think i think i think definitely yes uh he well he won't get in on the first few tries it'll take him a few years but i think he'll eventually get in yeah the thing about john lester mm-hmm. is that he's always on a contender Exactly. Yeah. I think he is a he was World just, he's the, MVP. Or, he's the definition of a winner. He's a leader. Yes. He yes. He has two hundred wins. I mean, wins are, you know, I I, I mean, I think two hundred is still a good threshold though for a starting pitcher. Yeah, it's still something you should value. I, I think. It is. Yeah. But he, I mean, he has like twenty four hundred Ks. I, I'd like to see him get to like twenty five, twenty six hundred. Forty four WAR isn't great, but I mean. Postseason, it's also a cancer survivor. Did do that, yes. Beat the man, you can't pick off. Robert Andino, part two, 10 years apart. 10 years since Robert Andino walked off on the Red Sox, followed by uh, one of my favorite baseball moments of all time, uh, Evan Longoria walking off on the Yankees. A, a hit that I don't think would be a home run in any other ballpark. I think that's a unicorn home run. It was so low. It was a low line drive. They just happened to be an area where there was a picnic area and like the fence cut out so that it was like a, a two foot fence there and it snuck over. Not two foot. It was like a five foot. But the ball snuck it really over. snuck over that wall. Just in the cutout there. Uh, I don't think that can happen anywhere else except is there anywhere else where that can honestly, I mean, Fenway and right field and the Dodgers in right field. So that's really the only other two stadiums where that can happen. Yeah, I don't even know if that's a home run at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, but, but, sure. But, but Andino was the unsigned hero <coughs> that night because uh, he's the one that finished off the Orioles' comeback. Uh, we were down big at one point. We were down four in that game, I think. And in, in the eighth, right? right? Yeah, we were down two going into the ninth. That's what that that's what I know. Is uh who was it? Somebody walked and stole a base, and then Nolan Reinhold doubled, which led to Andino hitting the walk off for the win. Yeah, that comeback was wild. There was a, a parade of hits there. Yeah, yeah, Ten years later, uh, beat Chris Sale in game one. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle owns Chris Sale. So owns the Boston Red Sox at this point. And then uh, Mountcastle homer again in the last game. Yeah. So two home runs, uh, five RBIs, I think, in the series. Five or three. One of He's going to be so good. It's, it's unreal. A consistent 
30 home run, 100 RBIs. Yeah, even in, even in his worst seasons, that's probably what his production is going to be. I'm honestly thinking probably 40. Yeah, because he has a huge – only, it's only going to get better, too. 30-something this year, and, and he was hurt for a little bit. Yeah. Not playing his best. He had a really bad stretch where he wasn't feeling well. Uh, but where is he? Is he even in the top three realistically in the rookie of the year? As much as we want, uh, I would, I would, I would say they give him a finalist. I really don't think that they're going to give him the MVP. Part of that probably has to do with the record, honestly. I mean, I think he wins the rookie of the year. I hope, hope so. Home runs, eighty-nine RBI. I mean. On, a, on the worst team exactly. in baseball, possibly. Yeah. Worst or second worst team in baseball. The only way I have a problem with it is if they give it to Adolis. Because Adolis' yeah. team also sucks, and he, he he's very good defensively. Adolis has yes. 300 um, on base, I believe. Does he really? Yeah. yeah he, and, Brian, and Mount Castle is just so much of a better hitter. I think that outweighs Adolis' defense he being better than Mount Castle's. Mount Castle's playing out of position, too, because yeah, yeah. he at first. He made a nice play last night, actually, at first, where I was like, holy shit, he just made that play. It's almost like he's a first baseman. <laughs> I think he's a very good defender, which might help his case. But um, And there was, there was that play, of course, where he's playing on the line, and then he, he jumps into the wall and catches it. And, you know, of course, that's right at the end of the year. Everyone's paying attention uh, to bolster his case right at the end. Mount has yeah. to hit, like, five more home runs. But yeah. Garcia, though, I mean, 287 on base, 747 OPS. Mountcastle has an 804 OPS. So that's what, like about 50 points more? Yeah. You know, that's a big difference. When you get over that 800 OPS as a rookie, that's key. I, I certainly hope he gets it. He's very deserving, mm-hmm. especially if he does something against the Blue Jays now. He will single-handedly have destroyed Boston's chances and Toronto's chances. Do I saw John uh, right here in NL or on um, MLB.com? This one has Jonathan India and uh, uh, Dolis Garcia. Right, oh, Randy Rosarena. Sorry. The thing with Randy Gar- is, uh, I hate the Randy pick. I hate it. Garcia started off so hot, though, if I remember. He did. He started the season he with like the most, super most home runs in, in a month yeah, or something by like rookie. It's just when, when, once you get that, it's just tough to break the narrative. Yeah, you know? exactly. That uh, Rosarena like I mean, has the narrative from last. They're exactly. taking – come on. It's, it's going to be biased towards last playoffs. Mm-hmm. I they're wonder gonna, what their OPS pluses are. Because I know Randy's is like a buck 35, and that's like sort of unreal for a rookie. I saw one where Wander was winning. Mm-hmm. Places. Yeah, if if Wander if Wander didn't get hurt, he Wander he, maybe I get though. Does Wander have the game this, though? This on base thing is ridiculous. He lost it though. He lost it. What did he lose it? Or well, lost it? He lost it at the record. At the record, he lost it. At the record? Yes. He tied the record. It's only ever been done once by a rookie. Yeah. I think if he didn't, because he missed like. Of the first half, and I think it's at least the case. No, absolutely. If he doesn't get hurt, he probably wins the rookie of the year because he's missed what the last two or three weeks, maybe. Well, I mean, 
seven home runs, 36 RBI, as opposed to what, 35 and 95. Yeah, something like that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 I I think it's 3389 for uh, Mountcastle. I mean, I just feel like 7 and 39 for Wander or around there. Like, if he doesn't break 20, I mean, obviously I can break 20. I just feel like 30, and if you get to like 95, 35, 95 for a rookie with a plus 800 OP, that should get him the rookie of the year. Sure. I mean, he's. I think he's the most deserving. I just don't know if I'll still give it to him. Our wild card race. Ooh, we are. We are, we are all Mariners fans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. I mean, I don't like the Yankees, so. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm a Mariners fan now. We have a Twitter alliance with the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very nice one. We just lost six four. We did. Yeah. Future Orioles Stephen Matz gets the win. <laughs> Stephen Matz. I think there's a chance that they go out and get him. I think he'd be a good target. Yeah. I think it's a solid eat inning here. I'm assuming Harvey gets another shot. Yeah. Harvey did honestly, honestly, Harvey probably has major league offers from other teams. Yep. I don't know if it's to be a starter, but it's yep. definitely a bulk role. I, I hope that he thinks uh I hope he comes back. He he threw fine. He can eat innings. He could he could be a four or five on this team. Yeah, absolutely. I do I do not want him to be a, a frontline guy like he was this year where he was the <laughs> he was the two this year. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I, mean, I think he'd fit in fine next year as like a, a four or five. Yeah, absolutely he would. Johnny Means in the front of the rotation. Steven Matt. Who else? Who else would you want? Who, who want? Realistic targets. Syndergaard? Syndergaard would be interesting. Syndergaard. I know. I think would be a, a good one. I think Syndergaard Teddy wants to stay with the Mets. I'm sure he I'm sure he will, but yeah. Um, be interesting. I don't know. target for them? Mm. Maybe a trade target, honestly. Somebody who's in like their second or third year or Roman. Stroman. No, nah, I don't see it. Stroman's probably too steep for us at this point. I really want to. I I I don't I'm not 100 percent go back to the Mets, but I, I think he'll want to go to a contender. after the year he's he had, you know, I mean he for the first time or second time maybe in his career, he stayed healthy the whole year. And that's yeah. the thing, and he was good. Bet on himself, yeah. Flat ERA, and he was very good for the year. Gosman discount to come back to Baltimore. <laughs> he probably had it out for the Angelos family. If he wants to pony up and give him Duplo's asking price, I say go do it. I would love to have Gosman back. Oh, with with this staff, or like, yeah, with this <laughs> coaching staff, dude. Have Gosman with us and see him thrive here. I feel like it's so tough. Bundy, to track. I don't want Bundy back. No, Bundy's uh, Bundy yeah. will be pitching for Pittsburgh next year. What about Danny Duffy? I mean, he's oh, Danny Duffy. Duffy's interesting. Really good proclamation for our project. That feels like it could end up like the Alex Cobb project, though. Maybe a Kluber project. I don't know if Duffy. I don't know if Duffy's getting all that money though. He he didn't. He would he throw two starts this year. 
He's he's I think he might have had 15 starts this year. He, he, he just missed all the second half. Erod. Erod's interesting too. He could come home too. He just threw a thing. Lots of lots of uh, former Orioles. Zach Davies, Don I can Bundy. see them uh, taking a flyer on Paxton potentially. Paxton, I hope not. I mean, I hope not too. But I mean, I hope Elias is better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Paxton. He probably just has to go back to Seattle. That's if he's gonna figure him out, he'll figure it out right there. Um, what is your dream wild card scenario out of all the possibilities? Dream wild card scenario. You want to see? Ideally, I would want to see New York at Seattle, but I will settle for New York at Seattle. But ideally, I guess it would be Boston at Seattle. That's what I'm thinking, Boston and Seattle. Yeah, that would be. It's possible. Who's Seattle got now? The Yankees are two games over. Are they winning right now? The two games up, and they are down to one of the Rays in the ninth. A Rosarina at bat. Mm -hmm. That'd be big. Mariners and Angels will be a really big game. That's the one game. I just feel like. With Boston and Toronto winning? Ratings, though. Snell versus Cole, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That I well, feel like that you can't would, trust yeah. either of them if you're if you're the Yankees. Or the oh, yeah. Sox. You can't trust them, and you also, uh, if you are, who's the other team in the mix? Eight. Oh, Toronto. You can't trust Toronto. Robbie Ray. Yeah, you can't trust Robbie Ray. And I, I would trust Ray more than um, Cole. Honestly, they should just put fifty Robbie Rays in a hat. And 50 Gary Coles and that, and just pull one out, and whoever wins that is a decider. Well, Barrios has a history of getting lit up in wild card games. Yeah, I mean, by the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> the Yankees just have it so easy in the wild card game. I feel like every year, it's yep. just A's, Twins. It's like, yep. I'm not, I, I, I want to see them go, you know, against Sale. I mean, I guess the Sale has just been so good Sale, but. I want to see Sale's a future Hall of Famer. Yep. If he stays healthy. Yeah. I want to see some prime Chris Sale. Cut up the jersey Chris Sale back. Oh, yeah. That's the man. I trust Sale more than Cole, personally. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yep. Cole either throws seven strong or he gets lit up. He goes four and seven runs. It's, it's, there's no in-between with Cole, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he tries to keep yeah, he pushing. Never, he never gets up four. Yeah. He never gives up, you know, four or five. It's either he gets lit up. I mean, against the Red Sox last week, he did go, you know, three and runs in six innings. But... Yeah. The mess. Even then, he was – it was the home run, and then if he went back out there, he probably was going to give up more runs. Lots of walks, run out the pitch counts when he's out in the sixth. Yeah. Brad, what were you saying about the Phillies being toxic? Yeah, I saw something on Twitter the other day. It was uh, their minor league coaches, like, supposedly just don't care. Like, they just have no will to, like, teach these kids, like, how to play ball, how to work out, fundamental stuff like that. So there was just, like, this big thing with, like, driveline because I guess they brought in, like, driveline coaches or something along those lines. And there was just – there's just a bad chemistry down there in the minor leagues. So I guess that's another problem that they have to deal with right now. Well, they need a complete overhaul. And they just got eliminated today. 
They did. They did get eliminated. So all three uh, NL MVPs are eliminated right now. Did you see um? There's some bracelet going around for like advocating for minor leaguers that some of these players are wearing. Yeah, I did. It's it's a blue b- bracelet, isn't it? Yeah. I, what the I, hell is it called? I started that, but I'm, I I want to look it up. The problem with the Phillies is they just don't have a bullpen. Yeah, yeah, their bullpen has been god awful. They throw Ian Kennedy out there for six outs. I mean, he's <laughs> good, but he's not a. I forgot that he was even a Philly. Forgot he came over in that deal. Yeah, I just feel like the Phillies need to make moves. You know, they pitching wise, their offense is passable, but I feel like every year they're missing a starter and a few, a couple bullpen pieces. Yeah, they need a closer. They really do. Go after Kimbrel this offseason. They should. Kimbrel needs Kimbrel needs to go somewhere where he can close. Because I mean, I think he has a team option, but Kimbrel, yeah, no, he's gonna. He just had a great year. I think Cops so. Fair ball wristbands. That's what they are. Fair ball. Fair ball. Yes. There you go. Billy's in the Mets. Where teal wristbands reading fair ball. Mm-hmm. I think I tried to buy one, and then my Apple Pay had no money in it, so then I just stopped. And the one team that's floating around would be the New York Mets because they have a need at third base. Honestly, I think the Phillies, too, could be in on that. Mm. I mean, if you put Bohm in any deal, that's a starter. They ran out from the start. Exactly. From when he was free agent. But obviously as a half part-time, I don't know what you call it, Met fan. I would not be opposed to having being or having Manny Machado an hour and a half down the road. That'd be such a fun team. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to have Machado, life. but yeah, I mean, who would you give up for him though? I I, I just feel like it's... the Mets have kind of you know they got rid of Arms Pro Armstrong and yeah. Kellenic. I mean, what you're probably having a part from oh, a major yeah. league roster to place AJ Preller in that system. Probably Beatty, Matt Allen, JG. You know. Alvarez is 100% on that deal. Don't do it for like a prospect type. Yeah. Maybe you do it for like the Padres want to win now. Maybe you, maybe like, okay. If you're going to get, Lugo. if you're going to get Manny Machado, you're bringing Javi Baez back. Okay. Yes. And you have to build a new culture. Mm-hmm. Right now, the team is yeah. so – the culture of the team is just weird. I think the Mets bring Baez back regardless. I think you bring Baez back. I, I think you do. He's hitting like 299. He's got like an 880 OPS. And and Baez gives you two – bringing Baez back gives you two options. Mm-hmm. One is you is you bring in – which I like this option yeah. – is is going to get Chris Bryant. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. know, made uh, Lindor feel comfortable by bringing his friend Baez. Yeah. Uh, now you help uh, – you know, Baez feel comfortable by bringing uh, in Bryant, and then you yeah. build that. That way, you're building your culture around mm-hmm. um, like familiarity and mm-hmm. that you know comfortability. Uh, or you go trade for Manny Machado, uh, and then you're building like a a, a culture uh, around culture, really. Yeah. Um, and you know, you kind of trade off. Um, I don't know. It's some some pieces that you have right now. Yeah, but it's like who, who do you trade like off like from? like lineup guys in the lineup? Yeah, who, I just feel like the guy free agent. He is, and 
Not I feel like Conforto. Yeah, so not maybe J.D. McNeil. Mc, McNeil's they love second like, baseman over there. They're just coming off. They love second baseman. <laughs> How many second basemen that team have? I think they have four, honestly. Second baseman everywhere. Profar, uh the the what's his name? Um the Frazier. Yeah, uh, Frazier. Yeah. Kim. Kim, yes. Cronenworth. But I mean, is McNeil enough to I no, mean you probably don't to, want McNeil. Maybe no. McGill showed flashes this year, but I mean, I just don't know who who you give up. You're so gonna who's, it, who's their top pitching prospect? What's his name? Big name prospect. You're not giving up. Pete's off the table, so you can't oh, up Pete. Pete said he wants to play. Pete first gets base. it done, maybe. Pete. Done. Pete the Mets aren't going to give up Pete. No, no. no. I know He's a would. long-term Met. I know they wouldn't. Yeah, I think he'll be a Met for his entire career. He, he wants to Mets. play first first base, though, next year, even with the DH and going forward. But realistically, I mean, I don't know. I just think that you have to do with right by the team. And if his first base defense isn't up to par, then you got to go to DH. He's been better this year defensively at first, but – I mean, I, I don't know what you do. I mean, do you put Dom there? Dom's coming off bad. You trade Dom. Yeah, but you trade Dom and Jeff, but they're both coming off bad years, you know? Yeah, there's value. If it was 2020 where they were both high. hitting 310, then yeah, for sure. But they're both hitting 245. You know, you, you, I get batting average isn't the, you know, indicator for the, for success anymore. But, you know, they're, they, they both have sub, you know, 800 OPSs. They're having terrible years. How is Nemo? Nemo's had a great year. Nemo could get some. Yeah, Nemo, Nemo walks like crazy, which oh. gives him an edge over. How can give up Nemo? I just. I think I think that's a, a very. I I would consider. I just love Nemo. If, if if you want to talk about a guy that you know will stand at hours and sign autographs and do, you know he'll he'll bring it's that mess culture up. It's yeah, business, it is. Though. It is, but you know, you want to make the Mets seem likable, and Nimmo's probably the most likable guy on that team. He's always playing the game hard. He is, and I mean, Conforto's coming off a bad year, but he's got a bunch of charity work. You know, I just feel like you have to bring him more. Conforto's got to go. You got to get rid of Conforto. Yeah, I'll agree. It's not. It's about business. It is. It's not. not, I hate to. Yeah, but I, I just feel like they're coming off such a year of controversy that you. You want to have a couple guys in there that, you know, no matter what will be your, you know, positive That's what faces. Pete's for. Pete, you know, That's yeah, I guess for. Jake, too. DeGrom. Um, yeah, you're right. Trade Nemo. Then who do you have on the free agent outfield market? Blackman. The outfield market. Isn't, isn't is Kite a free agent this year? Sorry, Marte. Marte is it. Marte. Blackman is a player option. I don't think Blackman stays in Colorado. He's a, he's what 31, 32. He wants to go to a contender. Yeah. I mean, he could still get a multi year deal. Honestly, Blackman. Really? Oh, yeah. No, he wouldn't shave. I don't know about that. You, you know why he has the beard? What? You know why he has the beard? Okay. So when Charlie Blackman. First got called up, he was clean shaven. Mm-hmm. You ever seen him clean shaven? Yeah. Yeah, so he was clean shaven when he first got called up. And then uh, he played for a little while, and then he got sent down. Mm-hmm. And then he got called up again. 
I mean, he played for a while, and he got sent down. And he never quite stuck, and it happened, uh, I don't know, two or three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one time he went down to the minor leagues, and he didn't he didn't shave. And he got called up. He said, I'm not shaving. Huh. So break the, break, you know, mm-hmm. superstition. Maybe. I, I think and, he's and, and he, somewhere in the AL East. Maybe not, Boston. He's not mm-hmm. been sent down since. Yeah. He's not going to shave. I, I mean, I, I could see him in I think Boston. Can, yeah. I think he could completely rule out the Yankees. He looked like Johnny Damon out there. True. That would be awesome. Boston, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I just think he leaves. I, I It's just Colorado. I, has he been in the postseason his career? He's 31, 32 years old. I mean, he's still yeah, the Rockies have been. Rockies have been in the postseason. Rockies they, won- they were in 18, I think. Or were they played in a 163, didn't they? They did. Yeah. But he, he hasn't been like. It's a Cubbies. In you know postseason two, frequently you know I, I just no, feel, only twice. Yeah, I mean I feel like he's kind of like Gardner. He's staying with you know Gardner is still playing. He wants to get yeah. postseason more. I feel like Black, Blackman wants to get that postseason. He, I agree. he he wants to get that ring. I agree. I think he takes that player option. I, I guess he's not a big name anymore. But. It's not a ring though. In yeah. Colorado, I'm not going for a ring. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right. Favorite moment of the year for uh, first, uh, your, your favorite team. So, Brad, your favorite Orioles moment of the year. Oh, there, was, there were two that I came up with. Okay. And I mean, they're obvious, but at the same time, they're insurmountable to what they meant to this year, considering everything throughout the course. And the first one was in spring training when we were told that Trey was cleared of colon cancer and would be playing this year. And secondly, it would be John Means throwing the no-hitter in Seattle. Yes. All right. Well, you gave two. Uh, so I guess I'll give two. Uh, the, all right. The one that I put for that, that I was going to say uh, was Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins getting 30-30 and then running out to center field uh, alone. Uh, which was like a full circle moment for Cedric Mullins. It was, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you know what the first started? Did that happen? What, that he ran out the center field alone? Yeah. Oh, no, was that 2020 so, or? 2018. 18. Uh-huh. So Cedric Mullins was, was the shit in like the Orioles farm system. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, he was kind of like the, he was one of our, was he the top prospect ever? He was one of them. He was, I think he was top five. I don't think he was top, but he was top five. He's going to be really good. And Adam okay. Jones was uh, in his walk year. Mm-hmm. And Adam Jones refused to trade at the trade deadline and to stay with the Phillies. Yeah, he, he said no. He used his 10, 10 5. And then Cedric Mullins got called up. And it was time for Adam Jones to move over to right field. So at the start of the game, at Cedric's first game, uh, Adam stayed in. And let him run out to center field alone. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd like cheered and, and he ran ran out there by himself and it was really cool. And then now he hits 30-30 and they send him out there again uh, by wow. himself. And it was like this cool full circle moment. So that's my favorite Orioles moment. Uh, but the second one I was gonna say Trey and the Derby. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. So and to go to the finals. <laughs> that was like that's one of my favorite baseball moments ever. Yeah, that was a great run from him, so because nobody thought he would do it except for the Oreo fans. Well, we all voted for him in our, our home run derby brackets. <gasps> oh, that was sick, that was so cool. 
All right, Mets moments. I'd say I believe it was the August 31st game, Mets-Marlins. They were down 5-1 going into the bottom of the ninth. I was sitting, I think, 12 rows behind home plate. I'm like, it's just time to go home. Like, you know, they're down 5-1. And um, they got the guy on. And then Nimmo hit a two-run home run, I believe. So um, made the 5-3 game. And then a series of events started to happen. And, um, yeah, I think Nimmo hit an opposite field double um, with Baez on second. And, yeah, it was an error by Alfaro in left field. And Baez came around to score and win, 6-5 win. It was incredible. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, the Mets were still in the hunt at that point. Um, obviously not anymore. But, yeah, it was an incredible moment. It just showed why it was a game coming off the booing stuff. There was – Mm-hmm. Press everywhere um, in the dugout. It was like probably 40, 50, you know, representatives of different, you know, news networks just oh, standing out there awesome. pregame. It's like a zoo. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was the day right after that whole booing thing. And um, yeah, Media just, friends, yeah, yeah, just for Bias to win the beginning of the game. Bias didn't even start that game because it was a completion of a previous game that got canceled due to the rain delay. So Bias wasn't even on the Mets at that point. So when they continued the game, Baez was available as a pinch hitter. Oh, and he played. came in, yeah, that first at bat, he was booed. And then they kept him in. And um But yeah. technically he got booed before he was in that. Oh yeah. That's like um who was it that homer uh their first home run was before they got called up. Yeah. That happened to someone. That was recently too. Yeah, it was, it was like the last two years. Yeah, yeah. too, because was it oh it's one Toto. Oh, yes, yeah. His first run before he got called up to the major leagues. <laughs> it was a continuation of a game. Yeah, it was funny, too, because I think Baez, that game that got delayed, Baez from the Solon Cubs got like a base hit, you know, in that game. And the game that the Mets played that was delayed that I went to, he got a hit in that, too. So he kind of got technically got two hits for two different teams in the same day. Which is pretty like I mean it's obviously very technical, but yeah, it's pretty yeah, pretty cool. All right, favorite overall baseball moment this year. Mine would probably be over there five no hitters in April. <laughs> yeah, there's the all five of them. Yeah, just all even the uh the seven inning one from Bump Gardner. Yep, I count it. Because there was honestly the Grip was making such a difference at that point. And it was blatantly obvious after there wasn't another no-hitter thrown outside the one that was combined. Uh, who, who threw the combined one? The Dodgers? Yeah, it was a combined with the Dodgers. And that was – there was such – all the no-hitters just all, like, back to back to back to back. It was just a crazy time. Oh, so wild. It was like, oh, my God, is there going to be a no-hitter tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> it was every night you were thinking there was a – Legitimate chance that there was been every, every day you legit waited for the notification to pop up, like mm-hmm. no hitter alert. Nope. Yeah, that was wild. What about yours? I'd say the Tim Anderson walk off at the Field of Dreams. Uh, that was yeah. mine too. Take a good one. I just think there, there were so many, was, yeah. you know, home runs at that game. I think um, Eloy hit one. Did, didn't Judge hit one too? Yeah, Alpha. Judge hit one. Stanton yeah. hit one. E- Eloy and Judge hit one. It was a great Judge Stanton moment. Yeah. They both homered. And that was like the only like the 11th time or something that they had 
homework in a game together or something like that. Yeah, the first time they lost it. Or something like that. Yeah, I, I was going to say that too. I think I think it was a great, like, that was a great moment for baseball. That was perfect on like the national stage like that. Yeah, for sure. Like that couldn't have been planned out any better. I wonder if they juice the balls of like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's the oh, – oh, all right, let's look up the elevation in uh, – mm-hmm. Or if they just – Where is stand. it in Iowa? Dyersville? Yeah. I believe. Oh, someone just bought – did Frank Thomas just bought it? Yeah. Bought what? What was up with that? Dyersville elevation, 951. Yeah, the balls aren't flying in Dyersville. Yeah. Those balls are juiced. Or was it small? I don't know. It might have been small. I mean, I don't really know the dimensions. So, yeah, they're going to have to move the fences back or unjuice the balls because I think there was, what, five? Dude, they just, like, damn, four, five, like, at least five, I'd say. Five, maybe six. Yeah, there was a lot. It was crazy. They should uh, they should bring back legends from each team and have them walk out the corn each game. That's, what, that's definitely what they should do. That would be amazing if they brought back, like, oh, who's doing it next year? I want to say the Cardinals. I want to say the Cardinals and Reds. Don't quote me, though. No, it's the White Sox again, isn't it? I don't know. They should do the winner. Every the winner should come back. Winner earns the right. That, yeah, that would be very cool. I think they should make it an every year thing. 2022. Reds and Cubs. Reds and Cubs. So you have, like, um, that's not going to be as Andre good Dawson matchup. there. People. Uh, you you got yeah, it. You that's when you you the whole move. Oh my god, that's that would be sick. That's what they're doing. That's what the, I wish. That's what they're doing. They're the whole movie is about how like Shoeless Joe was was innocent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's true. Yeah. What if now at the Field of Dreams game, they're yeah, going to Rose, yeah. they're going to oh, like bring Pete Rose. Oh, they're gonna uh, rescind the ban. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> bring Joey Valo out of the cornfield too. At this point, yep, with the legend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Valo is one of the best hitters of oh, yeah. all time. Oh yeah, he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep, he will easily. I just got my Valo jersey not long ago. Mm-hmm. And he's such a good guy, too. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. exactly what a baseball player should be. And he's funny. He's hilarious. He's very dry humor. Yeah. With, 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 yeah, yeah. Which is very funny. Yeah. He's so funny. He's the kind of uh, – I don't know. I like that kind of humor. But yeah. I mean, it would be cool to bring, like, the legends of both teams out. But, I mean, I just feel like they're both older franchises that haven't had very recent, like, legends, if you will. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Who, who, who would you bring out for the Cubs? For the Cubs so, bands. Yeah. Unfortunately, no, passing, yeah. you know, just very, very tough to bring out. Andre Dawson. Dawson. You bring um, Ryan Sander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so, so. Yeah. Billy Williams is still alive, I believe. Pragmatics, maybe? No. Um, Gary yeah. Wood, bring him out. <laughs> Does Aramis get to go? <laughs> Fergie Jenkins was good too. Fergie, yeah. I mean, they have some guys that they just don't have those career guys. Like I, I think Ryan was Ryan Sandberg was a career cub, I believe. Or but I just feel like those, those legends are like, you know, like you, you want them to play their career almost their whole career, you know, with 
you know, one team basically like Rose follow. Lee Smith. Lee Smith, yeah. I mean, he he played. Mm-hmm. I think he played for um. He was a Cardinal. He was a Red Sox. Yeah. He he played for like a bunch. I think he played for like played six, seven, seven teams. Years, seven years for the Cubs. He yeah, he played for, for a bunch of, of teams. Team. I think he had his prime with the Cubs though. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He played seven years, the first seven years. Yeah. And then he, he that's the longest he played for. I think he went as a Cub as well. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, yeah. All right. In the offseason, uh, for Call of the Bullpen, once the World Series ends, uh, we're going to shift to not doing episodes weekly. Uh, we're, we're just going to pop up with episodes in the offseason. Basically, whenever we want to talk about something that happens in the offseason, we will, basically, is what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to try and, and talk to some people uh, who, who will have some interesting baseball things to tell us. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, we'll just be popping up with episodes. Of, but in the meantime, uh, I'm going to be trying something new. Uh, I'm going to be doing a, a video podcast uh, fantasy football cooking show uh, called Fantasy Food Ball. Uh, so that's going to be on Sundays, going to take over the call of the bullpen slot on Sundays. Uh, and I'm going to be uh, making uh, whatever food I am making for those games, uh, for the Sunday night game, uh, and you can follow along uh, with me. Uh, the video will be posted uh, before the 1 o'clock games, uh, so you have all day uh, to make uh, and get whatever you need. Um, that's why we're posting it early, uh, so you can cook along with me for the 8 o'clock game. I'm going to be doing all sorts of fantasy football player-themed dishes, uh, like Tua Tacos, uh, what else? Mac Jones and Cheese. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all sorts of uh, things like that. And I'm also going to be talking about my fantasy football team. I'm a, a two-time family fantasy football champ. Uh, I'm in two leagues this year. I got the family league. I'm on a revenge tour. I lost last year. I'm coming back for my crown. Uh, and then our CSMN league, uh, which... Uh, I got my first dub last week. I haven't been looking so hot. I made I made a trade that I feel pretty good about. Um, but we'll talk about that on Fantasy Football. So if you want to hear about that, uh, tune in on Sundays. Our first episode is going to be on Halloween, actually. Uh, so October 31st, check that out. Uh, Jimmy, thanks for coming and talking to us, man. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, it was cool actually having you here in person. Yeah, it's crazy, sure. yeah. bro. Brad, sorry, couldn't be here, man. Yeah, eventually. We'll do a we'll do a Saturday recording and get you up here, though. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you to uh, to Bobby. Thank you to Kyle. Uh, and we'll see you uh, for a playoff uh, edition of Call of the Bullpen. Uh, I, I can't believe it's been a whole season. Uh, it's been great doing this. Thanks for coming on with me. Uh, you know, uh, almost halfway through the season. It was cool to have someone else to do this with uh, and get through uh, our first full season of Call of the Bullpen. So congratulations. Yes. 162 down and and many more to go. Many, many more to go. And hopefully the Orioles only go up from here. So it's a... Follow along on that. Hop on the bandwagon now while you still can, while it's still acceptable, while we'll still allow you at the World Series Parade.
But for now, we'll see you next Sunday. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyle Milligan, founder of CSMN. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Capital Sports MN and find all of our content on our website at CapitalSportsMN.com. Peace out, everyone. God bless.